Hey, Tom. Hey, Jason. Two weeks in, the row, in a row, buddy. We're in, we're in the daylight. I, my eyes are still getting adjusted. Kind of, I'm kind of, kind of liking it though. Like having yeah. energy when we do the show. It's kind of a nice change. <laughs> it's weird, right? You know, especially you who has to piece it together afterwards. <laughs> I know. I've got like all day. It's kind of nice. Hey, uh, but we got a we got a good show today. We do. Yeah, That's one a change. One Tom. This is our two year anniversary, buddy. I don't know if it's date wise, but chronologically it matches up. Oh, I. I didn't look it up. Like, is it paper or is it tin or uh, like, what's the two year? Uh, as as you as you run through the show, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because two years ago, uh, our first episode was the preview of the Royal Rumble. So here we are, two years later, previewing the Royal Rumble <laughs> uh, and Takeover. <laughs> so really, uh, but the, you know, it's a lot different now than it was two years ago. So we're going to talk about the Rumble. We're going to talk about NXT Takeover Phoenix. Uh, and then we're gonna. Tom has a rant. Surprise, surprise! It's not me this time. Yeah, I was gonna say that is actual surprise. It was as soon as I started to make fun of it, I was like, "No, that actually is. It's different." Um, before you launch into whatever, Cotton. Oh, is okay. The second year anniversary, which works well for wrestling T-shirts. And it's also the fabric of our lives. It is. Yes. <clears throat> so uh, we should probably just dive into this this week. We a lot. Okay. Yeah. You got to do something for me first. Clear my throat repeatedly because of this uh, nasal infection that I have. All right. Go ahead and do that. There we go. Can you ring the bell next? Oh, sure. You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 Network, bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddy. The Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, year three. I'm JC. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom. Year three is leather. Ooh, oh, yeah, it is, Daddy. So, more <laughs> wrestling theme gifts. I mean, I don't know where your head was going. But well, you called thinking. me son last week, so I get to call you Daddy this week. I guess that's appropriate. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never make it as WWE writers. No. Never, ever. Oh, well. Hey, so uh, it's WrestleMania season. It is. We are on the road I'm like, to WrestleMania. I'm starting to, feel, I'm starting to feel the hype, man. Number one, I'm most, like Sunday, I'm excited for because it's my favorite holiday. Yes. It's National Pointed Assigned Day. And it's so much better now because, like, two people get the point at the sign. Yeah. Well, and we have more, a woman and a man who gets. And even more than sign. that, uh, random people can just show up and point at the sign. Yes, like Ronda did true. last year, right? She yeah. just shows up, shakes everybody's hand, and then points at the sign while smiling. Well, she didn't smile when she pointed at the sign. She smiled at everything, and she stopped for a minute. It was just like, no crap. Ronda hasn't. Ronda hasn't breathe, stopped smiling breathe. for three hundred and sixty-five days. Oh, stop! She gets she gets the mad face sometimes. She gets the poop face. Yeah, she'll do that in the backstage promo, and then the minute she comes through Gorilla, she's like, I'm so happy to be here. Well, she is. That's that's kind of the problem. It's, yeah. She hasn't been completely destroyed by the wrestling, you know, travels and all that type of thing. I guess that's the thing, too. Like, <clears throat> if you've been on the road for 15 years, working your way to get to, like, WWE, you know, you're a little dead inside. So yeah. she just kind of comes in and you know she's like oh this is you know i haven't had to go through getting stiffed on a 25 dollar payday after i drove 200 miles or anything like that <laughs> she hasn't had to deal with any of that so she's just rolling into like wrestling's awesome everyone should do it true oh so let's get into it let's get in the rumble i guess we start we start with the uh the men's rumble right yeah Ow, i guess so i mean that's jesus that's <laughs> Like, did you take a bad bump? Yeah, I did off the desk. It's these damn Japanese desks. I was going to say, that's a Japanese <laughs> desk. You don't want to do bumps off of those. Uh, 20 entrants confirmed. Maybe 19. Oh, yeah. I was going to do the math and try to like yeah. make some calculation as to who the other people are going to be. But right. So, yeah. I'm not, I'll just be surprised. One of, one of the uh, confirmed entrants is Cena. So maybe he's injured, but he's also supposed to be filming a movie that day. So who knows if he's there? Uh, 
So well, they did. They did the angle where he <laughs> supposedly was injured and maybe not going to be at the Rumble. Right. But... We'll see. I, I I still can't tell if that was a shoot or a work. That one I'm not I'm not sure on. Well, that that's that's what it's supposed to be. In you know, as we revive kayfabe. Yeah, which I'm good with. Uh, so here is here are the confirmed participants in the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble match, starting with uh, entrant number 30, winning the Mixed Match Challenge in December. Our Truth, technically the favorite to win, entering at number 30. Now we're assuming that he's going to show up to the Men's Rumble and not to Women's Rumble and be totally confused. Who knows? Everybody has said that, so like, I don't know if you're if you're a WWE and watching the interwebs, if you're like, well, we were thinking about that, but you know, everyone's kind of expecting it, so right. We'll find <clears throat> out. Anyway, uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre, Big E. I thought you were talking about WWE Hall of Famer Drew Carey. I mean, he has he has been in the Rumble before. Yes. So, uh, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade, who has one name now, which we've not talked about yet, uh, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. Now, I thought with Andrade, it, like they mentioned taking away a name, I thought like the whole CN thing was going away. It was just going to be... Well, the CN Andre. and the Almas are gone. He's yes. now just. I, I did not expect the Almas to. Yeah. Almas. 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 Yeah. Almas. Almas. So he is just. Because WWE hates last names. They really do. Just Vince. Had... Well, I guess if you're not McMahon. Yeah. Well, and he, well, he hates he hates two names, right? Because let's think about Neville. He was Adrian Neville, and then he was just Neville. Right. You you either do the last name or you do the first name yeah. or you get one name. So it's cheaper to copyright. <laughs> they charge by the letter. Background noise edition. Um, the network has just recently put a bunch of 1992 WWF superstars. Yes. Uh, episodes, which for those who were not old enough at the time, um, superstars was probably, I'd say, the main syndicated show yeah uh so when you were watching on saturday afternoon at noon or so um this is where you got all your news from of the angles that were going on and what happened at wrestlemania and that type of thing uh dude the and and jobber squash matches too um the jobber that was in the ring literally had like a cool looking sweatshirt that literally had his last name embroidered onto it so Jobber fashion's always been one of the interesting things yeah. that I find in these early 90s shows. Because it's either extreme, it's like something incredibly unique and flashy, or it's like, I just I just went and dyed these tights in a single color, and I've got boots and knee pads to match. Well, Dwayne Gill, who was earlier on the show, they... they uh... He got destroyed by the Legion of Doom. Oh. Was rocking a two-color, full-blown bullet. Which, if I mean, if you know <laughs> Dwayne Gill from Gilbert, you know he's as bald as days long. But right. he's rocking the full, like blonde on top, black on the sides, like zebra bullet. Ooh, it's it's a beautiful. And his partner isn't that far off. He <laughs> he also went to the same barber. So oh, that's good. Um, so who's winning the rumble this year? I don't know. And I don't want to overthink it. Like, I, I just want to say Seth, like Seth's my guess, right? I just feel like that. It just feels right this year. Yeah. But I feel like there's, I mean, this is a really exciting year because for the first time in three years, uh, we know it's not, I mean, it's an unfortunate circumstance that we're at this point. But uh, I can't, it's I can't not the Roman Reigns show. I can't say it because I'll have people come at me on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just. I'm... Hi, dude, from three days ago. <laughs> that was, okay. That was so. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right. It sucks. Roman's gone. 
right? Hell, he could come out number 29 and the place could explode. Right. Uh, but the the path to what the main event of WrestleMania is is incredibly uh, fluid. So Yeah, going into is, the Rumble. Which is fun. It's exciting. It is. Well, going into the Rumble the past couple of years, it's been assumed that it's going to be Roman. Uh, I mean, or Ro- the angle has always kind of gone around Roman. Where you had the one year where Roman was... Uh, champion, he was technically defending the title in the Rumble. Yeah. You had a couple of times where, like, he was just basically going to get the title shot. You had last year, which was done beautifully. <clears throat> and it seems so far away now. Um, I mean, Nakamura won the Rumble. Mm-hmm. As Nakamura's sticking around and you're going, Nakamura might win this thing. And then, like, it, I don't know when he came out, like, 28, 29 or something like that. Roman comes out and everybody goes, crap, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And it complete and everything gets complete. And when Roman gets eliminated, like the pop, because of the realization, like they're not going to screw us over. We're actually potentially going to get what we want. Mm -hmm. And like the crowd ate it up. And again, well, you had that final four face off last year, right? That was Cena, Roman, uh, Finn and, uh, and Nakamura. Yeah, it was like. And then I think, oh, this is interesting because this could really. <laughs> and then it was like Finn first, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then it got down to Nakamura. So then you had the two Reigns. obvious things and Nakamura. So like, part of your brain is going, "Wow, this would be great to elevate Nakamura," and the other part of your brain that's been watching WWE for years and years is going, "They're gonna screw you." Yep. And they didn't, and it made you happy through most of the show because that was early. Yeah, because we ended which with which I assume it's not going to be this year. No, I assume this is the main the the main event this year. Yeah. So, no offense to the ladies, but no, they, in hell they could switch off every year. Who cares? And I think it also just depends on where the you know the biggest kind of mystery or storyline lies. Like last year, yeah, it's the first and Ronda's debuting. Yeah, they main event. Like, of course. And you also had a lot of uh, outside, like, you know, eyeballs on it because of the people that were coming in. Because you had Trish coming back and you had Lita coming back and you had all these, like, women from the past coming into it. So it it had, it was different than a traditional Rumble match in that Mm -hmm. you didn't necessarily have the roster. You had... It had a shine to it. It was new. You had all these different people coming in that a lot of them you haven't necessarily seen wrestle in a while. It was there was a shininess to it. Yes. Not saying that it's not there now, but I mean, it's different now. Yeah. So. Been been there, done that now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So my pick is Seth because I just mainly I want Seth to win and I want Finn to win and I want a Seth Finn main event at WrestleMania because I would tear the roof off of the the non-roofed building <laughs> that they're having it in. <laughs> it would tear the canopy off the ring. There we go. <laughs> Maybe except for the first 15 minutes of the match, which you're completely bored because Seth's in it. Sorry, that's what happened I, I mean, the last... I'm not, you're, you're not wrong. Which is why I think the match that he had Monday night, <laughs> it started in commercial break and it came back. I was like, yeah, this is really good. <laughs> oh yeah, because we skipped the first four minutes. Uh, all right, so who's your pick? And then we got to make some other uh, bold bold predictions. Um, if you want me to make a bold prediction, I'll go with let's go with Kofi. Oh, wouldn't that be great? That would be. Wouldn't that be I fun? Would so hard for that. I think everyone would. He finally get, gets his path to his his uh, Grand Slam finally. I mean, it's not going to happen, but no, but. But he will do some crazy way to not get eliminated. I mean, I I want to see New Day get some kind of singles belt in their position because New Day has been treated so long for for so long for whatever reason as a tag team instead of a stable. Mm-hmm. New Day should be a stable, and it's like no, it's. No, it's just a tag team. They can only go after tag team belts. Why Why are we restricting them to tag team belts? Why can't Big E go after the Intercontinental title? Why can't right. you know, Xavier go after 
they can they can be a stable, not just a tag team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And right. they don't want to break up. They don't want to go. I mean, and that's it. That's what everybody says. It's like, oh, well, they'll split them off. Kofi and Xavier can tag and be you can get a singles push or whatever. You don't need to break them up. They don't want to break up. They like being together and yeah. it keeps them entertaining. So, yeah, I mean, I don't see why you couldn't do that, but it's not going to happen. But I want it to. Yeah, I like that. It's a bold prediction. All right. Um before we do other bold predictions, I just thought of a fun game that I was inspired by something Reddit does every year where they put, you can just put your username in and they randomly assign you a number and that's who you get to cheer for during the rumble. <laughs> They've done, didn't we, we did that the last, last year at the rumble. Yeah. We, I think we, we picked just, numbers and yeah. stuff like that. So, I remember doing stuff like that. Um, it's fun to re- reveal my redneck side. Um, <clears throat> we used to, my family used to go to Daytona for the Daytona 500 and instead of every other race that does like qualifying to whoever goes fastest in the qualifying laps gets like the first spot when they start the race and that type of thing. What Daytona does is they, they have these two races called the twin one twenty fives where, because so many cars want to be part of the Daytona 500, they actually have to have races that you have to win or finish high in in order to qualify. So you have all these cars in there, a lot of people that you haven't heard of or they kind of come out of nowhere. So we would, as we're watching these races, the kind of lesser races, you'd pick numbers out of a hat and go, okay, well, this is the car that you're cheering for. So you pick, you know, some random car that you're cheering for because you don't necessarily know most of the people, but it gives you something to cheer for and, same thing for the rumble it's like we got super excited we go in there and be like okay you know like 14's my guy oh who's it gonna be and it's you know i don't know heath slater or something (laughs) so i have googled if you just google the words random number generator google has one built in and you can set a min and a max okay so tom i'm gonna click the generate button 10 times because it just it randomly flashes numbers and i'm gonna give you your number Okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Seventeen. All right. That's, That's a good a decent number. That is. All right, here we go. Here's mine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven. Okay. All right. Neither of those are bad draws. Get that written down. Uh and we encourage you, the listener, to also Google random number generator and uh send us what number you're cheering for. <laughs> That's a fun game for us to play with the fans. See, I'm looking to see if because Royal Rumble is one of those things too where people keep statistics. Oh, right, right, right. So I'm just looking to see if there's a place that I can like pull down and see who every number 17 entrant has been. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a thread on Reddit because those pop up every year. If not now, they'll be there in the next two days. Yeah. So I can't find it right now, so I'm not going right. to hold anybody off. But yeah. Um. All right. Who? Okay. Last. Last bold prediction. There are either eleven or ten spots remaining. Who is the biggest surprise? <sighs> this is fun. This is why I like the rumble. Would they do Kushida? Kushida's under contract till the thirtieth. Not that that means anything. I fully, oh, I, no, fully no. I fully, I, expect I, I, to, I fully expect to see Kushida uh, Saturday night ringside. That's what I'm expecting. But that doesn't mean he can't show up again on Sunday. Yeah, but he can't wrestle. You're right because it's the end of the end of the month, right? Um, and he still has his match with uh, Tanahashi. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so we probably won't even see him on Saturday. Uh, we so probably won't see him till take over New York. I mean, I don't expect any new signings necessarily. Um, I don't, I don't know who they've really been going after. And I think it's something that's going to, you know, that's going to pop up later on that you'll see like any of the new potential signings or whatever. So it's probably going to be NXT people that are going to be the surprises. Uh, I, I still like hope for, kind of the occasional old school person to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think you've, I think but, there's space for that this year. We we only had what one of those one last year was it just Hurricane? Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't remember anybody else being. I remember us all sitting all being like, huh? That wasn't a whole. There wasn't a lot going on. I popped. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I like Shane Helms. I'm just saying. I I'm mean, just saying. Overall, we were all like, there weren't a lot of. But the focus was so much on the women's rumble that, that I don't think they tried. Yeah. Okay, so I fa- I found a site. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Uh, previous number 17, starting back at 1988 when there were only 20 entrants. Right. Uh, former cigarette smuggler Dino Bravo. <laughs> uh, let's see, 17. Tully Blanchard. Jimmy Snuka. Uh, Dean Douglas. This is going really well. Jim Duggan. Still, Damien Demento in 1993. Oh boy, this is this is not going as well. As uh, I thought it was Spark, Sparky Plug in '94. <laughs> uh, Mabel, '95. That that that's a strong one. Uh, yeah, that was before he was King Mabel. Uh, Owen Hart in '96. Right, there you go. That's Triple uh, A's Latin Lover in '97 when they were doing that mm-hmm. um let's see gold dust in 98 godfather in 99 china in 2000 oh. okay. prince albert uh albert again in 2002 this number is not as strong as we thought it was <laughs> test uh sheldon benjamin in 04 okay Rene Dupree, Trevor Murdoch in 2006, uh, Name Redacted in 2007. Okay. Sheldon Benjamin again was that in the year, Was that the year he won? Uh, 2007 Rumble. I'll let you run, look up the Yeah, I'm looking that up. As I go through. Uh, Goldust in 09. Uh, Matt Hardy in 2010, Vladimir Kozlov in 2011. That was not the year he won. The Undertaker won the 2007 Royal Rumble. Uh, Booker T in 2012, uh, surprise entrant The Godfather in 2013, uh, Sheamus in 14, Kofi in 2015. Uh, Braun Strowman in 2016, Biggie in 2017, uh, Jinder Mahal in 2018, and Carmella was the women's entrant in 2018. Okay. From number 17. Nice. Alrighty. What about 11? I'm curious on the 11 here. Uh, quickly running down that, uh, the Rock, Don Morocco, originally in 88. Uh, Honky Tonk Man, Andre, uh, Tito Santana, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Skinner, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Owen Hart in 95, uh, Takeo Omori in 96, the short-lived uh, affiliation with... New Japan. I think Mori was New, New Japan. That was in all Japan. I don't know. With something in Japan. Uh, Bill Maskeris in 1997. Uh, D'Lo Brown. Mabel. British Bulldog. Uh, Grandmaster Sexay. Maven in 2002. Mm. Uh, was that the year he eliminated Undertaker and Undertaker murdered him? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bull Cannon, Booker T, uh, Chris Jericho in 05, uh, Carlito, CM Punk, speaking of people that will never appear in another Rumble, Jimmy Noble, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, Mark Henry, Kofi Kingston in 2012, uh, Sheamus, 
it's like we're having some overlap. Dean mm-hmm. Ambrose in 2014, Fandango in 2015. You said it wrong. I'm trying to be quick. Titus O'Neil <laughs> in 2016. Uh, James Ellsworth in 2017. Oh, good. Uh, Sheamus in 2018 and. Women's Rumble in 2018 was Liv Morgan. Okay. All right, Tom. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not winning. No. All right, let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble. Okay. 23 confirmed entrants, leaving seven. I don't expect as many legends this year because I think they want it to stand up on its own. Can we kind of stand back a little bit and go? We have 23 entrants into a Women's Royal Rumble. We have 23 active women wrestlers in. Yeah. You know, WWE. This is neat. It's fun. It's nice. Isn't it nice? This is yeah. nice. It's swell. Yeah. Until they can get their greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Mickey James, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Charlotte Flair, Tamina, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, a returning Alexa Bliss, and a debuting Lacey Evans. That's a that's a big stage for your first match. I mean, it's her first WWE match. I mean, we've had uh, I mean NXT people pop in there before, so I mean, but never that as your call up. I mean, is it? I mean, she's been in the background a little bit. She hasn't had a match technically, but neither has I mean, they've had. <laughs> they've had matches where. NXT people have come up where uh, they've come up just for the rumble and then not necessarily even debuted until like months later or right. just not at all. Like, yeah. With, uh, oh God. Adam Cole did it, it last year. Yeah. Adam Cole did. Um, uh, I, one of the, I believe Neville did it before his call up as well. Maybe I'm making that up. I'm just trying to think of uh, uh, one of the Sanity guys. Uh, Killian Dane. Yeah. I'm going the the one that's married to the Riot Squad girl. That's not Killian Dane. No. But he is married to uh, uh, the Nikki Cross. There we go. That's the word uh, I was looking for. Just... <laughs> I can't keep up with this. It's, it's damn uh, so Or Raider Hansen. Right. He's married to Sarah Logan. Yeah, the, those people are so different from each other. <laughs> um, who's winning the Women's Royal Rumble? This is also a hard one to call. Yeah. Um, Especially not knowing if Ronda Rousey's going to be here after WrestleMania, as Lameltz would report this week in the, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, well, we're we're potentially gearing towards a three-way with... Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. So, do we have Charlotte win it and Becky takes the title off? So, we have champion versus champion at WrestleMania. And instead of Charlotte challenging one of the two, Charlotte challenges both of them. She pins Ronda. Ronda leaves. He switches brands. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. It's interesting. Okay. But yeah, that's that, that's my guess. I'm going then, then Vince that. gets his Charlotte Lacey Evans feud, and he's like, yes. Oh, yes. oh God, yes, yes. With with my congestion, I can do the Vince. You can. That's good. Now. I'm gonna not do it the rest of the day. Well, I just cleared my throat, so you got to give me a few more. <laughs> All right, we'll work, we'll work up some phlegm. Uh, who's winning? Are you going with Charlotte? Still going with Charlotte. Charlotte. That's gonna be my pick too here. I'm writing these down, so I actually have a reference for them next week, so we don't have to go to that point where we're like, who did we pick? Uh, all right, there's the Charlotte pick. All right, let me bring up random number generator here. Okay. Here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 22! Okay, in the Women's Rumble, I will just do pick one. 22 last year was Nia Jax. I got 28. 28 <sighs> last year was Brie Bella. Solid. <laughs> all right all right those are good numbers those are better than 11 and 17 
sorry, was just watching um, Superstars again. And, well, two things. One, I'm still fascinated that Carrie Von Erich with one foot could still legitimately halfway decently wrestle. Um, two, I'm watching now a clip for WBF Body Stars. Do you think Carrie Von Erich used to watch... Uh... Um, Santa Claus is coming to town every year and get really pissed off when that song came on. Help me out. Put one foot in front of the other. Timely. All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All that claymation just completely wiped itself from my brain. That could be the worst joke I've ever told on this show. And that would be impressive. That would be. And not just like tasteless, I mean just bad. Just total crickets. What <laughs> bombed? Oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like I'm sweating now. I'm sorry, Tom. Who's gonna? Who do you want to randomly so, appear? I, I will. Well, I was just going to drop a random uh, reference to. I was on Joe Obvious's um, video game Twitch channel. Earlier, yes, but. Uh, Afterwards, we got to talking about podcasts and things like that. And I said that one of one of my favorite things when we podcast is that most of the time we're not in the same room as most people who do a podcast, I think, are at least in the same room. Like Mike and Derek are, that type of thing. So they can kind of uh, see each other, like make signals or know to look at each other and go, OK, you know, here's a part where you say something. Cause Tom, we don't need that whatever. chemistry. We're good. Ah, but one of the things that I mentioned is that I love is since we're not in the same room, we have these little silences that usually you say something and I have absolutely no idea what the hell to say. So there's just complete dead air until you just start laughing. Yeah. And it's one of the things I love about this podcast. It's one of the hallmarks of this show. Yeah. The JC, Unprofessionalism. JC says something tasteless and or not funny. Insert silence. It's a trope. Yeah. Um, all right. Random random debut time. Um, well, Lacey's already going to be there. Uh, Ayo Shirai? I'll go Kyrie saying then. I was going to say either well, one. Was, <laughs> well, Kyrie was in last year. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. Let me rethink it. I want a different direction here. Shayna. That yeah. works. Possible, maybe still champion Shayna. Hopefully, still champion Shayna. And then she finds like Sonya Deville, and they just kind of stare at each other. Sonya just slowly climbs out of the ring backwards, <laughs> just steps over the rope, just while staring at Shayna. They never lose eye contact. She just like puts one foot over the rope, and then the other one, and then just hops off and walks away through the crowd, just, just off off into the outfield at Chase Field. <laughs> just the. Uh... She disappears into the bush like Homer in the GIF. <laughs> See, they just, okay, so that's why we need to have this at Wrigley one year, so someone can just, like, sink into the ivy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the rest of the card. <laughs> uh, if I can scroll here. There we go. Uh, Brock Lesnar defends the Universal Championship against Finn Balor. I mean, my heart wants the title change because one, it's Finn and I love Finn. And then two, also, I can't, I'd like to see the title more than once every six weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a strong match. Um, You got to figure, I mean, I know you're going to be on cloud nine watching Finn wrestle, but I mean, it's a question of what do we do? I mean, are we, if we can take Brock out of the title picture, and just allow him to have a one-on-one match with whomever. I mean, and honestly, to have Brock as that attraction, like, if we could, I mean, it's it's kind of too late for this, but, like, if you could bring Brock against, I don't know, some UFC-type guy that you want to kind of do, like a, a, not a shoot fight, but, you know, something that almost seems kind of like a shootish fight, you know, the way that they kind of brought Tank Abbott in, like, in the old days of WCW, just something in there. I mean, hell, like, you know, how Ken Shamrock was or whatever. Just have that type of match where it actually has some, like, outside appeal because Brock has that outside appeal. 
Mm-hmm. So instead of having to keep him within the confines of a straight title match, then use him as the gimmick attraction that he is. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Cormier for the UFC heavyweight title at WrestleMania. I mean, would Dana White do that? No, no. Dana White loses all the money. Yeah, unless... as he would just call you a goof and move on. Yeah. Be in full GoofCon 5 for that crap. <laughs> Real inside MMA. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still under the thing of Brock Lesnar is an attraction, not a everyday wrestler. So please, yeah. can we take the title off of him so that we can keep things independent of each other? Exactly. Uh, fatal four-way match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy defends against Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. Ah, pre-show. Um, I don't know. I I don't like four-way matches, although this will, I'm sure, be fine. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a Hideo Tommy-Buddy Murphy match. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been fun. I'd see a but Buddy I mean, Murphy-anyone match. Jesus. Yeah. Buddy Murphy-Kalisto would be ridiculous. Yeah. Buddy Murphy-Dizawa. I mean, Dizawa's... It's sad that like Tazawa is like the one I'm least interested in the match, and I love the Kira Tazawa, especially going through like Cruiserweight Classic and just, I mean, he was a fun wrestler to watch. Mm-hmm. Maybe not to <laughs> bow, but huh. you know, huh. Huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I blocked that out of my head. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a good match. I mean, it's it'll be a yeah, spot. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a spot fest. And that's but it'll thing. be fun. It's, pre- <laughs> it's pre-show, so you know. They're not under time constraints, really. Right. I mean, will they be? Maybe. But, I mean, they don't have to be. It's a shame that people won't see it as much. I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to see the match because of prior commitments, unfortunately. Yeah, I'll miss it. I'll miss it, too. (laughs) Uh, But I'll watch it later. Oh, yeah, yeah. This for sure. Uh, Daniel Bryan defends his WWE Championship against... The phenomenal AJ Styles. So AJ did some kind of conservative interview or something like that. I didn't know if you wanted to get into this. I just think it's, it's, I heard about it and I didn't, I didn't want to get into it. Uh, And I didn't really read that much about it, but I just, I think I, I saw it and then I watched a because re- somebody on Twitter is just like, you know, I haven't been watching wrestling in a while and this is Daniel Bryan now. And oh, my God, why has nobody told me about him? And they just played uh, Daniel Bryan promo of him just p- completely ripping on Vince and yeah, all that. And I'm going, God, is the AJ thing a work? Like, no, the AJ thing is AJ- thinks- AJ's always leaned conservative. Yeah, like everyone's got but, that clip of him where, uh, from the Hall of Fame, what two years ago, where Kid Rock craps on the Clintons or something or liberals in general, and they just cut to AJ just laughing and having the best time. Like, all right. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think that's kind of the thing too. It's if you actually look in that dressing room, there's a lot more people that are leaning that way than you think there are. Oh yeah, but I. Th- but part of me says that the way this kind of like kind of leaked out there just kind of works its way off of, you know, super lib Daniel Bryan. So it's you almost yeah. have like I don't want to say it's a double turn because it's not. I mean, Daniel's still being a jerk about things, but it's funny how like you have who's been the traditional face for what, like a year and a half now in AJ and the straightforward heel who's punching people in the balls in Daniel Bryan. But now Daniel Bryan's saying things. It's like, well, yeah, you know, part of what he's saying is true. And I kind of like what he's saying. And then you've got AJ go. So it's, it's almost like you've got the double turn going, but there's not going to be a turn. But no part, part of people that, you know, if you're woke enough, you see this as a turn true um are you woke jc sure okay 
I don't I don't know how this match turns out. I mean, I could see them switching. I don't know. There's so much unknown because everything from here on shapes WrestleMania. And I have no clue what the plan is for WrestleMania. Which is so nice to be able to sit back on Sunday and just kind of enjoy the show and see where things are going. I think Brian keeps his title. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely leaning that way. Brian wins the title. AJ enters the Rumble. Wins the Rumble. Possibility. That could work. Could, could happen. Uh, we kind of touched on this already, but Asuka defends against Becky Lynch. Um, I mean, I suppose they could still do the big match without Becky taking the title, but... Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see them wrapping up both women's title in one match at Mania, like we discussed. I mean, it'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'd love to see it. I just don't see them thinking that way. Right. So, I mean, has it? it and we still have the possibility of Ronda's interference. Yeah, as she did at TLC. So, yeah, it's I like the fact that all these matches kind of hinge on each other right now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Even though they're the separate brands and everything, there's still like a through line through the whole company. It's nice. And there, it, there, it isn't. It isn't so clear cut anymore. And it has been for like the last few years. Mm-hmm. And it, it isn't. It's made it nicer, yeah. I guess. It's a little more fun, at least for yeah. me. I like having the unpredictability. Uh, Ronda Rousey defends the Raw Women's title against Sasha Banks. Uh, I think it's going to be it. Oh, wow. I know that dude. Um, (laughs) That's so cool. Um, I'll mention it in a minute. Um, We'll circle back to that. Yeah. I think... It's going to be a a well-worked match. Like, I mean, Ronda's had to kind of drag a couple people along recently, and it's been interesting because Ronda's supposed to be the one that's still learning or whatever. But Sasha's going to bring out a very good... I mean, Sasha can take damage, and that's going to be what you're going to get. You're going to get Ronda that's landing some strikes and... Sasha's going to get flipped around and thrown all over the place and sell it like a champ and still have the comeback. So it's, it, it's going to be a violent looking match. I think. Yeah. There, no less than three times. will you think Sasha Banks broke every vertebrae in her back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who wins this one though. I'm going to assume Ronda retains, right? I mean, yeah. obviously you want Ronda carrying that belt, promoting it into WrestleMania to promote it. And it's logical. I don't think she takes a loss until, you know, it's almost like the Goldberg treatment. Like, just keep her perfect until... Until someone hits her with a cattle prod? Yeah. (laughs) That would be kind of entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Check out security officers. See if one looks like Scott Hall. (laughs) Scott Hall is your new Raw Women's Champion. Hey. Hey, Yo. Uh... The SmackDown Tag Team Championship is on the line. The bar defends against uh, the greatest tag team in the world, The Miz and Shane McMahon. (laughs) Sure. My brain hurts so much. (laughs) It's just such a... I mean, it's it's an entertaining storyline. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. And we need one of those. I mean... Yeah. I don't think... Would they take the titles? Just to kind of add to the comedic element? Yeah. I mean, I can totally see Vince being like, God damn, give my son the belt. <laughs> Can't you? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I fully expect that to be a title change. It'll be a good match. It'll be a fun match. It'll be fine. Yeah. Shane will bounce around all over the place. Yep. And then he'll enter the ring. 
And then on the also on the pre-show, Rusev defends the United States Championship against last year's Rumble winner Shinsuke Nakamura. Sure. Yeah. Well, that push went. Mm. Uh, Rusev retains. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. The U.S. title does not matter right now. Unfortunately, put it on Rusev. Rusev. Rusev's fun with it. Yeah. Um. All right. The night before the Rumble. Uh, did you want me to jump into the thing that I saw? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, you know that guy. Go ahead. That's right. Okay. So, again, watching WWF Superstars, and uh, the British Bulldog takes on Kevin Kruger. And, like, was it 99, I guess, or something? It, it, was, it was a while back. Uh, my friend was involved with a promotion in Wisconsin. And... I got to be backstage, meet all these like independent workers, and I got to be the guest, con- uh, the timekeeper for the event. So that was kind of cool. I got to ring the bell, and George Steele threw a table at me, and it was all fun. Uh, but one of the people that were on the show, probably the nicest guy in the room next to Jerry Lynn, who was the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life, uh, was this guy, Kevin Kruger. And it just happened to be I turned my head and saw it. I'm like, oh, crap. It's like in 92, like, you know, he was working back then. And, you know, he was still around and still doing indie jobs. And it was pretty cool. So nice. that's all. That's fun. Take over Saturday night from somewhere else in Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know the arenas there. <laughs> I believe it's in Arizona. Oh, okay. Good. Or uh, Scottsdale. Scottsdale's a place in Arizona. Yeah. Um, it says literally actually Phoenix. It's at the Talking Stick Resort Arena. Oh, okay. That's where they have Raw and stuff. I just couldn't think of the name of it. I don't know. I don't really ever pay attention. Phoenix doesn't get the Wichita treatment that uh, Wichita got Tuesday night, so where they don't even mention what town they're in. Because <laughs> uh, uh, it's not a metro enough area. The Talking Stick Resort Arena was formerly known as uh, U.S. Airways Center from 2006 to 2015 and America West Arena from 1992 to 2006. Hmm. I would assume that is where the Phoenix Suns play. It just occurred to me there is a professional sports team there. It is home to the Phoenix Suns of the NBA, hey. the Phoenix Mercury of the WNBA, oh. and the Arizona Rattlers of the Indoor Football League. Cool. Cool story. <laughs> Tommaso Chiampa. Defends the NXT Championship against Alistair Black. Um, all of these matches will be good, so I'm not going to say that five times. So yeah. it is takeover. So we'll just make predictions. Um, Chapa holds on to it. Agreed. I think Black's going to get a call up soon enough. He can show up the next day. Yeah. Uh, Shayna I Bay- just missed the entrance. Like seeing him at. The NXT show that we went to was great, but I want the weird. You have rising like on the little yeah. like hydraulic lift to lift him the up. The boingy boingy thing. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler defends the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. Shayna murders her in 35 seconds. <laughs> We're talking about predictions, not what what you want to see. Shayna murders her in uh, 17 and a half minutes. <laughs> Um, they've built up Bel Air pretty good, and I, I think this is going to be a surprisingly good match, but I don't know. I can't predict that one. Baszler's got to get a call up soon, right? I still, I we, we say this every time. Uh, yeah, she's a conundrum of when when she's getting called up. Um, I think she retains. I think you can have her drop the, the strap in New York. That's kind of uh, the New York show is yeah. generally kind of the changing of the guard. Yeah, that's true. Or the mania show, I should say. Uh, the undisputed era and what the undisputed era. There we go. <laughs> More like undisputed era because <laughs> they're heels. Uh, my sign to write that on. Yeah, uh, they defend the NXT Tag Team Championship. God, what the hell? The NXT Good night, everybody. <laughs> the NXT Tag Team Championships against the War Raiders. I can see this being a title change. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, it'd be fun. 
Uh, Ricochet... Just to kind of mix things up a little bit, maybe get Kyle and Bobby Fish back together. Yeah. Because they're not free-birding those titles. No. And I feel like you kind of need the Undisputed Era to come up from under again. Yeah. Like, they've held the belt long enough. Uh, Ricochet defends the NXT North American Championship against Johnny Gargano. How many injuries? That'll be fun, but how, how many injuries in this one. match? <laughs> uh, All of them. I don't know, unless Johnny does some like dark crap and like steals a win. Johnny deserves a belt eventually, but I think Ricochet holds on to it. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt Riddle versus Cassiusono. Is this going to be one of those matches where if it lasts more than a minute, Cassius wins? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I, I'm i assuming you put Riddle over. Because why, yeah. would, why wouldn't you? Riddle's not losing until he's a, a title shot. Yeah. Until he's in like a... Um, a not that this isn't an actual storyline, but a bigger storyline. Right. Yeah. So that's this weekend. That's a big weekend. Yeah. So, uh, in other news, Tom, you're you're going to go see New Japan in Charlotte. I am. Uh, How excited I'll, I'll, are you, Tom? Tell us, tell us the card. Tell us who you're going to see. Um, I'm going to see some of Ring of Honor's best wrestlers. Uh, I'm no, going to get what, to see uh, Tanahashi. No. Okada. No. Jay White. No. Ghetto. No. Uh, well, she doesn't matter. Uh. Uh, uh, anyone from LIJ? No. Anyone else from Bullet Club? Tamatanga? No. 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 Fale. No. Huh? No Liger. No Tenzan. No Taguchi. No. Yeah. Toriyano. No Toriyano. <laughs> I want my damn money back just for that. Um. Yeah, so we already knew kind of going into it. There was questions of, oh, well, how much are they going to use the dojo guys? Because that was part of the thing. It was they were going to be using the L.A. dojo wrestlers to build up. Which um, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't going to be a strictly long, Young Lions show. They weren't advertising it like that. But, I mean, you're going to. It's something to build the undercard, which which is fine. But then as time passed, there was still no announcement of card. And then they announced the that there were going to be New Beginning Sapporo shows around the same time. Like starting the day after the Charlotte show, also known as the same day as the... Nashville show that they added in there because of so much, so many people bought tickets to the Charlotte show, they added an additional show. Mm -hmm. And then we found out about these two Sapporo shows, and then they announced the cards to the Sapporo shows, but still didn't announce the card for (laughs) the American shows, and people went, huh. And then they announced the Sapporo shows, as being this whole card of title defenses and, you know, all the wrestlers that you know from New Japan, it's like, huh. And then I look and I go, well, the card is the following day. But Japan is 12 hours ahead of us. So that travel is happening. If you have a card that happens at seven o'clock at night here on the second, it's basically eight o'clock in the morning, the third in Japan. So then you're going to have a card at like what seven o'clock or whatever Japan time. Yeah, that's not happening. So I'm not seeing any of these wrestlers on this card for Sapporo being in Charlotte and obviously not going to be in Nashville. And then Last night, at the <laughs> timely time of, what, one in the morning or something? Something like that. New Japan decides, oh, hey, here's our American cards. You guys in America are up for this, right? Please don't yell at us. 
So they announce the cards, and again, it's uh, I'm not gonna pull it up, but it's a bunch of I'll say Ring of Honor guys. It's it's mainly any American, and it's not even like like Chase Owens or stuff like that. It's it's mainly American wrestlers. People have been wrestling in America. I'm actually surprised Chase isn't on the card. Right. Um. But there's no Jap- the there's one Japanese wrestler on the entire card, and it's uh oh god I can't think of his gimmick now but it was the young line Oka. Uh, who the only reason he's technically wrestling is because he's been wrestling in I think England, uh, wrestling for RevPro. Mm-hmm. So so here's your card, Tom. Carl okay. Fredericks versus Clark Connors. I know those guys. John Schuyler and Colt Cabana versus Shane Taylor and Lance Archer. Got got my uh, Jewish wrestler uh, contingent set, so that's good. There you go. Tracer X versus Great O'Karn. Great O'Karn, that's what uh, Oka's yep. gimmick is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Gresham and Jeff Cobb versus Brody King and Marty Skrull. I know two of those guys. Alex Coughlin versus Davey Boy Smith Jr., can I also uh, just I, like? Can I also say I like the fact that Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer are on the card, but not as Killer Elite Squad. Yeah, <laughs> we need to spread this out. Yeah, that's never a good sign. Tracy Williams and David Finlay versus uh, Rocky Romero and Chucky e. T. A reuniting uh, RPG Vice. That's yep. that's neat. Yeah. Well, no, no, that, no. Rocky Romero and Beretta's RPG Vice. Never yeah. mind. That's the night before. You don't even get that, Tom. Sorry, buddy. Because Beretta, uh, Trent Beretta's got to face Juice Robinson. I was going to say, Trent's question mark is main eventing this damn show. (laughs) And I love Trent Beretta. I'm sorry. And who doesn't? But, yeah. I mean, it'll be a good show. I mean, it's going to be good wrestling. Yeah. But... Not, not what you paid for it's, when you bought tickets to a New Japan show. Yeah, and it's not a thing of. It's not technically bait and switch. I mean, these are no New Japan talent. Rocky yeah. Romero will tell you, God damn it, I am New Japan talent. I'll tell you right to your but, face on Twitter. Yeah, which he is. Which he is. And he's a cornerstone of that company. But you can't look me in the face and go. This is what you were expecting. Right. But it is what it is. And again, I'll be there. I'll try to enjoy it. But New Japan has pretty much destroyed any goodwill that they had of any future shows where they don't announce the card. Mm-hmm. Especially I... considering how they put the tickets up for sale. They announced they would be up for sale at a certain time. And then released them four hours early. <laughs> So anybody that was really shooting for those front row tickets got screwed. Yep. And to be honest, anybody that was going at the time that they announced the tickets pretty much couldn't get tickets. They were already sold out by that time. Yeah. And then suddenly, well, then people went to eBay to like kind of sell off their tickets. And then like a couple weeks later, like, oh, guess what? We found new tickets. So people who bought like the extra tickets are getting so screwed in like different ways, but mm-hmm. so they kind of screwed those around there and then they do the thing with the card. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more hesitant next time y'all do a show and it's not our fault. Yeah. Wrestling okay. promoters. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. It is the carny lifestyle. Yep. All right, Tom, anything else, buddy? I have no idea. I, I just... <laughs> Another... It's, it's, it's almost like I just walked into the podcast. It's, yeah, it's like we stopped for 20 minutes and just came back to this to do the wrap-up. <laughs> All right, well, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, go to the Twitter machine, at Mr. Workrate, at Mr. Workrate. Uh, go to the... Bull City GG Twitch account and see me beat Joe Obvious in NHL 94. There you go. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JC Bobbitt, J-C-B-O-B-B-I-T-T. I'm there and wherever finer social media is pervade. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Cheaters in VR Pin. You can find us on Instagram at Cheaters Never Pin. And you can like us on Facebook. Give us that big blue thumbs up and show us how much you love us. Uh, or on your Roku so you can listen to the show in the finest uh, room in your house. And I've got to figure out a way to not have to try to kill myself to do the update for Alexa. <laughs> no murder. That is a lot of... I didn't realize how much work it would be to try to do that every day. And it is not feasible, so I'm currently trying to figure out uh, an alternative strategy, but it will return uh, next week at some point. Uh, so watch the Twitter for updates on how I plan on actually doing that uh, and not losing my sanity. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with the uh, recap to the Royal Rumble. I got to print yeah. out some big WrestleMania signs to point at as we do the podcast. Get the uh, the point and finger all stretched out. Oh uh, yeah, go ahead and start working on it, folks. Go ahead and do some do some uh, do some workouts this weekend. Make sure you are all set. So uh, I think it'll do it for another episode of the Cheaters Never Pin podcast. My name is JC. I'm Tom, and we'll catch you on the flip side.